Yes, friends, if there's one thing everyone can agree on, it's charge motion. And if there are two things everyone can agree on, they're both charge motion. <laughs> uh, my name is my name is Saximus. I'm regrettably still a ghost. My name uh, is but the good and news, I'm not a ghost. Uh, the good news is that I am now accepting commissions uh, for haunting. If you give me money, I will haunt whoever you want me to. Um, I will even haunt you and uh, help you develop good habits. Uh, I might take you up on that, but anyway, um, we got a bit of a hit the lab. Hit the lab, yeah. We got a bit of a packed episode this week. Uh-huh. Um, there's a bunch of fighting game stuff going on. Most notably, I believe it was last week, um, Oro and Akira made their way into Street Fighter Five. Yes. Um. So you, 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 yeah, I was gonna say you've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five lately. So uh, how, how, how have they been? Yeah, I have. Um, Akira is so sick. Um, definitely a character that's that requires a lot of optimization. Um, mm-hmm. But it almost kind of feels like she's a Karin-type character with like less range, more damage, but all around more utility. Yeah. Yeah, particularly with her V-skills and V-triggers. Yes. Um, so, for those of you who didn't see the trailer, um, she... Uh, um, Akira Kazama is a Rival Schools character, so they at- gave her some Rival Schools mechanics, particularly with her V-Skill 2, that allows her to launch the opponent in the air and follow them into the air, uh, very similar to, like, a Dragon Ball Fighter's, um, like, a 2-H, like an upward smash, or a dust attack from Guilty Gear. Um... So you hit them with this launcher, follow them into the air, and you get to do an air juggle combo. Um, that's her V-Skill 2. Um, her V-Skill 1 buffs her fireball to make it link into more combos and stuff like that. Um, I haven't really used that one much, just because it seems less fun than doing the big ol' air combos. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so there's a lot of utility going in there, especially since she she can V-Skill 2 off of her target combos which means off of a jab punish, she can get a launcher into an air combo. That's um, crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> but yeah, super cool character, big old toolbox of stuff. Um, if there's one thing I will say about her, like weakness-wise, it does feel like she has a hard time against zoners and characters with really strong fireball games. Mm-hmm. Um, because she doesn't... Yeah, I, um... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna say because you said that you know it's kind of a Karen style character, you know, you know, rush down, mix up heavy, which you know that makes sense. Yeah, um, she doesn't have a lot of projectile invincible stuff. Um, she doesn't have any armor moves to go through. Like when I was playing Laura, I could ex elbow through a fireball, absorb mm-hmm. it with armor, and you know get in. Um, yeah, but Akira doesn't have any armor moves or really any advancing projectile invincible moves. Um, so she can mm-hmm. struggle really hard in those kinds of matchups. Um, Oro, on the other hand, I haven't played him all that much, but from what I can tell, Oro is that projectile character. <laughs> um, especially with, I think it's his V-Skill 2, I believe. That's the bouncy ball. Yeah, balanced uh, as all things should be. Yeah, he throws like a like a bouncy ball on the ground, and it it bounces a couple times, and it, it's a three hit fireball. Um, mm-hmm. and what's interesting about it is he's allowed to have that fireball on the screen with his regular fireball. 
Um, so That's nuts. He, he breaks the one fireball at a time rule. So he can he can really lock you down with his zoning game. And he also has a DP. Um, so <laughs> to catch you jumping in. Um, well, he has a flash kick because he's a charge character. So his fireball and his upward reversal are charge moves. Um, but the one thing that everybody right. wants to talk about is Tengu Stones. Um, his Oro's yes. V-Trigger 2 summons a bunch of items over his head that attack you when he presses buttons, and it allows him to absolutely to convert into absolutely nutty damage um, off of just about anything. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little nuts that, like, the amount that you have to be careful when he has V-Trigger 2 available. Yeah. Um, but overall, they're both very fun, very interesting, and very unique characters, and they both add a lot to the game, so I'm really excited um, for the game going forward. Um, and also, speaking of Street Fighter, uh, something I forgot to mention when we were discussing the planning, uh, we can probably add to the gigantic graphic of characters uh, Ryu has fought, uh, because now I get to go from whiffing every single Raging Demon I throw out in Tekken 7 uh, to whiffing every single Raging Demon I throw out in Magic the Gathering. Oh man, that's right. Um, Street Fighter yeah, so crossover Ma with MTG. Yeah, so Magic the Gathering is uh, announced their four next crossovers for their uh, Secret Lair releases. Um, and boy, people are not happy about it. Um, <laughs> because one of, the, one of the properties that's crossing over is Fortnite. Um, uh, but they're also doing Warhammer 40k uh, Lord of the Rings and Street Fighter. And they also dropped this really, really good Shun Li art. Yeah, that um, art was really sick. Yeah. Um, some of the secret lair drops are basically just reprints of older cards, but with new art. Uh, so some of them actually are like the, the team's way of testing new mechanics and whatnot. So I don't know yet whether or not the Street Fighter set is going to be new mechanics or just reprints of older cards. Um, I don't know. A, a lot of people are. I, it's really weird because I, as someone who plays both Magic and Street Fighter, all the Street Fighter players I see talking about it are like, oh, wow, this is dope. This is really cool. And all of the Magic players I see talking about it are livid. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely understand how, like, this could, like, harm the creative integrity, if you will, of gathering. Because one of the things that is um, the art and the world building and the characters. Um, I kind of get it, but I don't know. Like, it's also not new. Like, Magic has done crossovers with Godzilla and The Walking Dead and My Little Pony, and they just did a, a Dungeons and Dragons one like recently, like within the last few weeks. Yeah, that's so, right. I don't know. Like, I'm fine with that. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of concrete info yet that I know of um, about the Street Fighter set. That's something to watch out for. And also, uh, Akuma is uh, is hunting monsters. Uh, I guess you can maybe <laughs> use Raging Demon on Rathalos. I don't know. I don't play Monster Hunter. I don't play Monster Hunter either, but Akuma is going to be in that game. Um, I, I, I think it's just an armor skin. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's all. I also think that's true. Um, yeah. But that, it's cool anyway. Akuma's a cool character. Yeah. And we get to um, play him in tons of different games now. 
Uh, but yes, we, uh, Magic the Gathering Monster Hunter crossovers. And speaking of new characters, um, Biken was revealed for uh, Sam Show, surprising literally nobody. No one. Um, not, not even a little bit surprised about that. I, I remember when SNK like, first showed like the graphic for uh, the, the, not the graphic, like the, the, like the silhouette for the character, like, ooh, who's going to be? Which Guilty Gear character? Like, th- you could make the argument that it was going to be Anji. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, it's Biken. Because of course it's Biken. Yeah, of course it's Biken. Um, if it wasn't Biken, it would have been Anji. Um, yes. But it was going to be Biken, and it always was going to be. Um, I uh, don't play Sam just... Show. <laughs> um, so, um, I don't... Yet, n- neither do I, and it's really heartbreaking, because I've had a lot of fun playing the game offline. Um, but it's just completely unplayable online which really sucks because it's got biking in it now yeah and i i don't know it's a shame it is a shame i own the but, game um... on ps4 but i i just <laughs> i don't get to play it <laughs> yeah yeah um but i i think snk did like a very good job of translating her uh rev 2 play style into sam show even though guilty gear and sam show are, are wildly different games oh yeah opposite ends of the spectrum yeah um but one thing I did notice about Biken, uh, compared to Rev 2, she looks happy in Sam Show. Right? I did notice that. Yeah. And uh, it probably has to do with her with you know her backstory, because in Guilty Gear Lore, Japan has been destroyed, and Biken's right. one of the few Japanese people left on Earth. Um, but in Sam Show, she's in she's in Japan and she's fighting she's against other samurai. Other samurai. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. She's happy to be home, however, she got there, right? <laughs> yeah. Um but speaking of SNK and bad netcode and new trailers, uh, like the, the new trailer for KOF 15 just dropped. I'm so hyped. They, they said the R word. They did. They they said the magic R word. And not only did they say it, they they said it to everyone, right? That they, they said rollback yeah. netcode powers fighting games. Yeah. They made a statement. They learned. They learned. They, hopefully, they learned their lesson from Sam Show. Mm-hmm. They, they they saw how good guilty. I mean, I mean, I know that rollback's been in the works for a while, but I'm I'm sure that how well Guilty Gear Strive's been doing certainly you know influenced their decision to put rollback in KOF 15. Oh, absolutely. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff shown in that trailer. Um, lots of sort of staple fighting game mechanics. Um, you know, um, jukebox mode, and they did say that they're bringing back online training mode which is a big one i haven't uh, how seen does that work? it's training mode but with a friend online huh so you That's can really cool. you can just go into the lab and just beat up your buddy without you know worrying about the game ending or health bars going down or whatever so you can lab stuff with your friends online that's really cool and something I wish more fighting games did now that I think about it. It used to be a thing. Yeah. I I think Tekken Tag 2 had online training mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, mo- modern fighting games just kind of got rid of it. Um, but it's a cool feature and I'm excited that it's coming back. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense too. Like if you get bopped by something, you and your friend can hop into the lab and they can kind of coach you through how to respond to that. Yes, absolutely. Online. It needs to be next to one another. That's really good. That's really awesome. Um the other thing the other few things that stuck out to me are um the changes to the max mode system. Um I played a bit of KOF 14, and in that game, 
you only had access to your EX special moves when you were in max mode. Okay. Um, so you had to spend a bar to get into max mode, and then you could spend the max mode timer to do EX moves. Um, such is okay. not the case in KOF 15. You have access to your EX moves outside of max mode. Um, and I am a fan of that. It does a lot of things mm -hmm. to open up combo creativity and just ge all around general utility for all of the characters. Because before, all the KOF 14 combos are pretty much, you know, hit confirm into max mode, into combo filler, into EX special, climax cancel, or whatever. Um, yeah. Pretty much all the combos followed that formula because they had to, because you needed to get into max mode to access your good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't need to anymore, so you can be more creative and open with how your characters get their damage. Um, so that's really exciting. I, I like that. I think that's a cool change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they did say that auto combos are making a comeback. Okay. Um, I don't hate that. I don't hate it either. Um, it's one of those things that, like, new players, it's great because they can just press buttons and stuff happens. Um, mm -hmm. And once you get good at the game, you're never going to use it. <laughs> yeah. Especially in KOF 14, the damage was so heavily scaled, and it burns your meter automatically. Um, Ooh. Yeah, in KOF 14, if you do an auto combo and you have a bar of meter to spend, it automatically ends the auto combo in a level 1 super. Oh, wow. Um, so you burn a bar of that's... meter, and you do no damage. <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, no, it wasn't good at all, but it was there for newer people to just get into the game and get a feel for things. Um, and that's coming my, back. I, yeah, I, I think an auto combo implementation that I that I hate the least or dislike the least rather is probably Dragon Ball Fighters, only because um, like there are unique moves within auto combos. Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, but, lots but, of characters you know. rely on their auto combos in. In Dragon Ball Fighters, like I, I'm a Trunks player. I use my auto uh, the first three hits at least of my auto combo all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't. I'm not one of those people that just despises auto combos. I think as long as they're balanced properly, to where you know, once you learn a real combo, you kind of just stop using it. Um, I yeah. think that's fine. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, do we have a release date yet for KO15, or is it still quarter um, one of 2022? 20, I feel like it was February something. Let me look it up. Hold on. All right. KO15 release date, February 17th, 2022. As okay. of, as of this recording, uh, assuming it doesn't get delayed again. Assuming it doesn't get delayed again. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I... I believe that they learned their lesson from Sam show in regards to netcode. Um, you know, yeah. They, so they put, I'm excited they put roll back netcode in the trailer. <laughs> they did. Yeah. It's, it's um, a, but... it's an announceable achievement. <laughs> yeah. Um, and going back to guilty gear. Um, so I know I said in a previous episode, gotta be a couple months ago that the first five DLC DLC characters were leaked. Um, and by leaked, I meant people looked at, the game files you know, on 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 PC, yeah, <laughs> and there were the names were just there. Um, and I said that uh, the second that's how we knew Gold Lewis was going to be first. And I yeah. said that the second character was going to be a returning one, 
and I was correct about that. I was wrong about which character it was. I thought it was going to be Jam. I was not. A, I did not think it was going to be Jacko. Oh yeah, yep. I actually I remember that conversation. But yeah, it was Jacko. Um, I mean, considering the fact that they already had a character model for her from the uh, story, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and as so as, as someone who p- p- played uh, Jacko in Rev Two, I'm very okay with this, e- even even though they did. Uh, from the looks of it, change your gameplay drastically. Oh, I don't yeah. hate that. Looks so different. Um, because yeah. Jacko in Rev Two, she placed the go houses ahead. that the the minions yeah. came out of, and you had to go and destroy the huts. Yeah, and she could just kind of hide behind them and just kind of yeah. throw her ball and chain at you. Um, in um this now, game, now it looks yeah. like she, yeah, it looks like she plays a lot more like Venom did in Rev Two. Yes. Um, um, she throws out minions and she can hit them at you with certain I'm, moves. I'm okay with this. It's it looks so goofy and it looks awesome. Um, I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm okay with this because as fun as it was to you know set down pumpkins and just be able to say "Go, my children!" Control the neutral. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think there's a lot more engaging and creative play style for her. Um. And, all, and and if nothing else, my, my my Twitter timeline has been filled with uh, Jacko challenge art. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely so, that too. You know, net good, positive. Yep, good um, things all around. Yeah, but uh, see, here's the thing about like Jacko's crouch pose. It's existed for like what five years, something like that. When when, when did she get added to uh, XR? Uh, sign, I think. Was it? Well, yeah, I, I think she was an XR sign. So like. Like that crouch has been around for years, but it only became popular now because of how popular Strive is. Yes, and Strive would not be as popular as it is if the netcode sucked. The netcode is good. This means people are playing it. This means pe- people are making memes about it. Yes, this is all free advertising. <laughs> Listen, if the community is making memes about the game, that means the game is good, unless the memes are about how bad the game is. Yeah. But like, it, it, like devs, take note. Like, it, if you make your games playable, people will play them and people will talk about them, and that is advertising for your game. Yes, that's the best advertising that the FGC has. Really, is friends talking memes, friends yeah. into other play into playing games and memes. That yeah, that and memes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I believe she is. Yeah, but I believe she is out today. Um, yes, I, I still have. I, I've yet to get the uh, season one pass for Strive, um, but I'm I'm looking forward to yeah. playing her. I don't know if she's gonna make, want, make me want to drop Ram again, uh, but uh, oh yeah, also, also a new patch just dropped. And I think most, if not every, character got some sort of buff. Yeah, pretty much everyone got some sort of buff. Um, I know Soul got a little nerfed. I'm um, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean everybody's okay with it. Um, I yeah. know that because Soul is like the character, right? So, um, yeah. Uh, I know Far Slash got they added more pushback on block so that it's not as <laughs> oppressive. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't hate that. No. Um, and they they narrowed the hitbox on six S so that it's okay. more likely to get to get beaten out by a low profile. Okay. Um, and then I think they did something to Bandit Bringer where like they made it more minus on block and also more pushback or something like that. Mm. Um, like the... little, little, little little surgical changes, not like yeah. a giant bop with the band hammer. Yeah. Um, so okay. it's going to be interesting to see how. I mean, there's Souls still 
a fantastic character. Like these things didn't drop him any tears. Um, but yeah. they might have made him a little bit more amicable to play against. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, overall yep, was but... the goal. Yeah. But overall, I I think Guilty Gear Strive is in a good place. I'm gonna continue playing it. Play Absolutely. It um and also we got uh, a couple new character announcements for uh, Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Uh, they have confirmed Cat Dog and April O'Neil. April O'Neil is such an interesting pick. It really is. Um, which makes it the second game where she was revealed as a playable character this week. Oh yeah, that's right. They revealed her for the uh, the Ninja Turtles beat 'em up. Um, Shredder's yes. Revenge, I think it's called. I think so. Uh, which is another game that um, I'm really excited about, but I'll digress on that. Um, and, and it looks like, um, like her, her animations in the beat-em-up, um, take a lot of inspiration from Capcom. I saw people on whining on Twitter, like, oh, they're just tracing Capcom sprites. They're not traced. Like, just lay the sprites over one another. It's not tracing. It's an homage. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's not plagiarism. Um, but yes, uh, CatDog and I'm, I'm still waiting on Avatar characters. Yeah, we haven't seen we, we Aang have or Korra. Korra. Yeah, we already have Korra's silhouette in the yeah. uh, in the box art. You know, hopefully, we'll get them too soon. Yeah, I like, mean, I, I feel like those are going to be like the big ticket reveal characters. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, and they're probably a little closer to uh to to, to the release. Um, I, I do find it interesting that we got April over the two turtles that are not in the game, because I don't think we have Donatello or Raphael. Yeah, Donnie and Raph were not put in the game. So, yeah, that is strange to me that we got April instead of either one or both of the other two turtles. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they were DLC at some point. Yeah, probably. Um, if not in the base game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the box art right now. Um... I can see what is very clearly Ren and Stimpy. I can see what is very clearly Core and Aang. Um, but yeah, you know, game's still coming. I'm looking forward to it. Oh yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's the big kind of stuff um, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I wanted to take a bit of time to talk about some tournament news. We don't talk about tournaments that much anymore on Charge Motion because uh, for, for a number of reasons. Because uh, one, it's just kind of not fun for us to just read off dates and results. Um, <laughs> that I'm sure is it's true, not fun yeah. for you to listen to. Um, and also, like you know, we both have our own lives. We have things going on. Um, as much as we would love to have the time to sit down and watch every tournament, we just we, we just can't don't. do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I want to talk about uh, two uh, tournaments. One is uh, w- w- one in. Uh, a negative sense, one in a positive sense. Uh, the first is uh, Riptide, an offline uh, Smash Major um, at the Kalahari Resort, which is a hotel slash water park in Ohio. I've never been. Um, apparently, it's you know it's an incredible tournament. Um, you know they, they got Smash Ultimate Melee, uh, Splatoon Two, Rivals of Ether. You know it's it, it's an indoor water park. So it's a great tournament. Um, but they recently got. Uh, they were contacted. They didn't really go into more detail than that by Nintendo, um, and they are no long, longer running a bracket for Project Plus. Um, oh man, which is exceedingly frustrating because 
even after the the the, the project m dev team you know disbanded and stopped all development on project m like people still keep the community alive like mm-hmm. project m and project plus are fantastic and like more people should play them if you can it's like and it's just it's so frustrating as a smash player because like this like, the only the, the, stuff like this and shutting down like the stream of the big house last year um and all that stuff shows that nintendo does in fact pay attention to the smash community but only cares about interacting with them when it's to ruin our fun yep and i just nail on the head and and, and like see here's the thing like all the setups that were going to be at riptide they were physical like actual setups there's no emulation right like actual mm-hmm. discs of brawl and actual Wii's. um they just happened to be modded and nintendo's like no uh this this you know this 13 year old game that is out of print you can't buy anymore no you can't do what you want with it fuck you no absolutely not it's exceedingly frustrating um if you have a wii if you have a wii and a copy of brawl i highly recommend you download um the latest build of project plus it's really good play it with your friends please don't let it die like this (laughs) not like this right just don't stream no not like (laughs) that Yeah, just don't stream. And like you know, it's it's not gonna die, right? We're gonna keep playing it. Oh yeah, We're absolutely. Keep playing it. But just stuff like this is just so exceedingly depressing. Like Nintendo is like the Disney of video, the games. video game industry. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. Um, Nintendo is just so stingy about their IPs and their products that like to the point of damaging their own communities. Like this, like this is a prime example that they would rather. They would rather damage their own communities than let them alter a Nintendo product in a way that yeah. almost objectively improves it. <laughs> uh, alter, uh, alter a Nintendo product that is out of print. That is out can't of print. be bought officially anymore. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. And see, here's the thing. Like, Nintendo is, is one of the... F- is one I think one of the only big developers and publishers to do this because like Counter Strike is like this huge esport, but it started off as a mod for Half Life. Yep, I was just talking and, about and, this and earlier. Valve, yeah, and and Valve was like went went to the team that made Counter that made the mod for Half Life. Like, hey, want to come make a you know make this real thing? And Counter Strike, same thing with Dota. I think the original Dota was like what a Warcraft mod, Warcraft three, World yep. of Warcraft, Warcraft three, yeah, um, and that, yeah, and I think Blizzard shut them down, but Valve picked them up and they made Dota two. Yep, and I just and then then they got Sega. Like Sonic Mania was made by <laughs> Sonic fans who made fan <laughs> games. It's, it's it's so frustrating. Um, uh, but that th- that that is the negative. Uh, the positive, um is I want to talk about a, uh, a tournament that is being hosted uh, by Smash Ultimate content creator and world's best Guy Fieri main. Uh, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, that is his tag. Uh, <laughs> it's just why do for short. Um, on September 4th, so I think a, about a week from this recording, um, he is hosting an online tournament. Um, and uh, so, so, so like, here's the thing. Here's kind of a bad habit that that a lot of us can fall into. It happens sometimes in the FGC. It's really common in Smash, 
where we just just takes take ourselves way too seriously. You know? Oh man, yeah. Um, like you know, like you know, you know, it's it's very easy and it's important to get emotionally invested in competition, particularly with Smash. Like th- this is a game where Pikachu and Donkey Kong can beat up Solid Snake and Sephiroth in Minecraft. Like, <laughs> get get a little bit of perspective here, right? Yeah, like, seriously. This whole situation is inherently silly. Um, and and on top of that, um, we've been stuck indoors with Smash Ultimate's infamously awful netcode for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so what Waidu did is he decided to steer into the skid, and he's hosting an online tournament called Bad Things Happening to Good People. Um, <laughs> it's a Smash Ultimate tournament, and here is the format: single elimination. Best of one, no region lock, no lag test. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, first place gets $200, second place gets nothing. Wow. Okay, so yes. winner takes all, single elimination. Yes. No lag um, test, no region lock. Oh yeah, uh, yeah and, and it, on the uh, rule set on the Smash G page, uh, lag te- in the event of a lag test, lag tests are for cowards, and the person asking for the lag test will be DQ'd. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but uh, Waidu has also said, uh, I think on Discord, uh, that it, it's totally allowed if the uh, player, if both players in the, any given set uh, want to make a gentleman's agreement to go to a completely different game, like different game. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, why did said on Discord? If it's a gentleman, you can do whatever you want. I don't care if you're playing Pokemon Showdown, flip a coin, or bet on crypto. <laughs> as long as there's a concrete winner in this best of one, it's allowed. This is fantastic. Yeah, and I I love just silly nonsense like this and you you know everyone's good oh oh and uh, by by the way it, it has almost 1500 entrants wow which is gigantic especially for an online tournament um and i i just absolutely adore just silly nonsense like this um because like er- everyone's played smash casually right like you know uh, a, a player free-for-all on yeah. great cave offensive with items on mm-hmm. but like th- this like it, it's still like technically competitive but it's got such a wacky spin to it i just i i would i would love to see more tournaments like this where it's just like yeah we're not taking this seriously and neither should you we're just joining this to have fun yeah that yeah that's definitely such a great idea to sort of like lighten up the community a little bit and remind everyone that it is just a game that we're playing right um, yeah, yeah. No, no adapting, no losers runs, just chaos. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, I, 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 uh, why do you did not ask me to talk about this? But if you want to sign up, it's smash.gg/badthings. So it's free, free downer. Yeah, yeah, definitely give that a look. Cause that's a lot of fun, and I think that yeah, yeah it's it's got. Um, I think that it's good for the community to host things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got 1,490 attendees. That right is now, ridiculous. So. Um, I'm trying... Oh, it's gigantic, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of of how many people were... were like, what, like what the record is. 
Um, I think it's at least 2,000. Um, I don't know if they're going to hit that before September 4th. Uh, but just the fact that it exists and is this popular is really awesome. Uh, um, and then, uh, hold on, I, I, I can get Smash the G page if it's actually happening. Um, then, uh, after the announcement video on Twitter, uh, responded and asking if the browser would be the bracket in the same format and he would throw in $300. Um, the Smash.gg page isn't loading for me right now, but hopefully that's what happens. Uh, you said that they wanted to run a Rivals of Ether tournament in the same format? In, in the same format, and Dan said on Twitter that he, that he will throw in 300 for first place, zero for second place. That's amazing. That would be really cool, too. Um, I'm happy that this is, yeah. that people are, you know, looking at this and it's sort of catching on. Like it's like a palate cleanser, right? Because we all take ourselves so seriously, we just kind of need something stupid and ridiculous like this to kind of, you know, let off some steam and have a little bit of perspective. I cannot wait for grand finals where um, it's you know one me gunner uh, in Australia playing a second me gunner from the International Space Station. <laughs> oh man, so much to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Um, um but yeah that's that's that that's September 4th. Sounds good. Make sure you uh get on the Smash GG and and sign up for that cuz that sounds like a like a great amount of time. That sounds like a great time all around. Um but anyway, that's that pretty much wraps it up for me. Uh yeah, same here. All right. Sounds good. So uh thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Make sure you join Wydo's tournament and make sure you play emulated and modded versions of games that are not available for official purchase anymore yes um, it, it, it it we you know if, if any lawyers are listening this is a joke uh but <laughs> it is morally correct to uh pirate games that cannot legally be purchased anymore correct um that is a joke for, for legal purposes <laughs> that is a joke for legal purposes we do not condone piracy or emulation um but with that being said my name is ghoul my name is saximus uh, hit the lab, and good fight, good night.